very welcome back to Soccer Cards United here on episode 56. This is the Soccer Card Podcast hosted by me, Jason, and my co-host, Enzo. Hi, Enzo. Hey, Jason. Um, we're recording this late on a Sunday night. Um, usually we record on Monday evenings, but tomorrow I'm going to Galway for a week. Must be nice. It is. I hope it's going to be nice. I'm hoping it's nice for you. Thank you. So um, we had to get this in early doors. Yeah. Um. Me? Late. Do you know what I was listening to this week? Talk to me. I was listening to Kanye West's new album, Donda. Really? Yeah. Were you surprised by that? Yeah, no, I, I tuned in once myself. I uh, The first track threw me off and I stopped. Yeah, the first track, the chant is whatever, but it goes on from there. and uh, it gets better? It gets better and then it gets worse. It kind of fluctuates. Okay. But I'll tell you what, the reason I'm bringing it up is, um, you listen to it and you're like, okay, there's good stuff here. But it reminded me of our podcast in many ways. Oh, wow. Where I was like, just tighten it all up. Edit that? <laughs> edit that. You're telling yourself in the mirror, edit that. Like, it's like, I'm listening to it and there's like stuff that shouldn't be in there that is. Mm. There's like, they haven't quite decided what exactly he wants, you know, what he wants to put in it. Um, people love our podcast. People love Kanye West. Wow. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, I was listening to it and I, I felt it spoke to me. I was like, yeah, Kanye, I'm like you. I also think what I do is brilliant and doesn't need any editing. <laughs> but apparently that's not... How it should be. How it should be. Interesting. I wonder, is there things on this podcast... That could be improved. That could be improved. No. No, probably not. Come on. Um, but he recorded a lot of it. in. A, he was staying in a room in uh, the Mercedes Stadium in Atlanta where Atlanta United play. Oh. And I was thinking, we could get a room in a stadium and do just a podcast. do a podcast there. So there's a lot to be learned. Yeah, no, we're learning. Wow, I might have to listen to that album. Yeah, get on that album. Um, so, this is the podcast. And for anyone who hasn't heard us before, we have two uh, segments we do. One is called Your Football Week, where we talk about football. And the other one is called Hobby HQ, where we talk about soccer cards. Yeah. And we might have some new listeners this week. Castro, Jason, oh. give us a big shout out on stream to a lot of people. We sold Castro. If you don't know who Castro is, by the way, who I, I didn't know who that was. Mm. Um, I knew. And I'm still not... 100% sure but uh, he's a big FIFA guy yeah yeah big on streamer. YouTube yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, and Twitch and Twitch and he bought some he's getting into soccer cards yeah 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 Gets for, where does he go to get his soccer cards soccercardsunited.com can you believe it if you haven't bought soccer cards on soccercardsunited.com you're dropping the bag you're dropping the bag you're dropping the ball mm. um, and he opened some inception boxes that he got from us and he had a wonderful time doing it yeah, and he got some. He got two Jude Bellingham autographs. Ooh. One was parallel to forty nine, I believe. Fantastic. And he shouted us out basically, which was super, super nice. He gave yes. love. He went onto the site. A few people said that website looks sus in the chat because I was look, I was watching. Yeah. So we might need to renovate SoccerCardsUnited.com. Well, we're not web designers. No, we're not. I did my best. And you did a fantastic job. I think. But maybe not. Some people might go on and think it's not a real website, Jason. But that just leaves more bargains for the lads. For the lads. Ah. Um. So thank you to Castro for that shout out. Yeah, thanks very much. Um, and then we also saw somebody got Inception on Sucker. By the way, if, you, if you're messaging us, do we have any Inception no. left? We don't have any left. A lot of people message. And if we that. did, we wouldn't be selling it at the price we sold it at originally. No, of course not. It I went think the, the floor and it is like 700 euro now or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, pain, the pain. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, we looked after the people with that one. It's probably sold a little bit too low there. But um, so anyway... Hungry. Um, what was I going to say to you? You said you seen something else. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody pulled a messy auto from one of our Inception boxes. Hey. Yeah, I, po- I posted that. He sent that a few days ago, and I wasn't able to deal with our messages. I was back in the DMs. Slums. Yeah. Because um, he had a huge message before that, and I didn't want to deal with that. So I said, I right. can't. <laughs> it was very stressful. But he came from Sports Card Nonsense, I believe. So he actually heard us, heard you on Sports Card Nonsense. Right. Wow. And then said, yo, y'all are the guys. I'm going to listen. And yeah. then he obviously... So I'm going to support the show. I'm going to buy it. Well, he supported himself with that one. And an Inception box was so yeah. cheap. But he said, I'm going to buy an Inception box. And sure enough, a new buyer, I'm assuming first time buyer as well, yeah. hit a messy auto. And I love that design on the card. Messi pulling his shirt. Yeah. A beautiful autograph. And yeah, I'm happy, 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 uh, happy uh, to see the hit. Kind of a fairy tale soccer card United story. Because he could have flipped it. And he didn't. He said, I'm going to open this. And that's what I like to see. Because a lot of people, some people didn't get great uh, cards in their inception boxes, but they were posting them and tagging us and being like, I'm so happy with this. And I'm like, yeah, if you spent what we sold it for, you would be able to open that and be happy. Yeah. Whereas if you spent the current value on it and you got that box, <laughs> you'd be struggling. You'd be struggling. Sorry, I have to interrupt Sorry. the whole podcast because tonight, uh, as we're recording this, Real Madrid are playing Celta Vigo at the Bernabeu. Okay. And Eduardo Camavinga came on to make his debut on the 66th minute. There was no fans in the, in the Bernabeu when he was announced, so a huge roar went up uh, for Eduardo Camavinga making his debut for Real Madrid. Wow. And on 72 minutes, he scored a goal on his debut no. in front of the Bernabeu as Real Madrid are now currently leading Celta Vigo 4-2 in La Liga tonight I'm, I'm on Twitter to see if it was an absolute banger or not so there you go a debut goal for Real Madrid for Eduardo because that's one of the hobby darlings that's one of the hobby darlings it's huge is why I had to interrupt Camavinga so, I've seen some very um, okay I'm seeing a lot Camavinga racism Camavinga racist I don't know I'm going to oh, skip that I don't there? know no I don't know debut goal I hate the way when they're like not available in your country why not yeah what's wrong with my country so, oh here we go yeah Enzo's now looking at the goal. Describe it to us, Enzo. Okay, so... Scrappy. Modric burst into the box, I believe. As he does. And he was... Oh, he's delighted. Big celebration from Eduardo Camavinga. Don't expect many goals from him, but... uh, Modric burst into the box, tried to score from the outside of his boot. Keeper saved, it went up into the air, and Eduardo Camavinga headed it. Modric is out of breath. He can't even follow him for the celebrations. He's just gone to his knees. Yeah, Yeah. it was a good goal. Fantastic. Diving header into the box. It was an Diving open net, header. But it was Bit of adventure. And he was delighted. He really celebrated it. Beautiful. So that's a great hobby story. And we have an of 17, Jason. Yeah. SGC 10. That we could sell now. We should sell. Right, Enzo, probably tonight. Enzo, get on that now. Enzo, I'm... <laughs> yeah, leave the podcast. Leave the podcast. I'll take it from here. You get selling. Um, but that's a bit of hobby news. We were talking about before was... Um, oh, yeah. People holding a guy called Messi from the uh, Inception box. Fantastic. And also, I believe you're speaking of me on Sports Card Nonsense. You recorded an episode of the Futera podcast with Soccer Adam. Cards and Chill. <laughs> the Futera podcast. I can't even remember the name. <laughs> no, yeah. He, he almost opened it up again by welcoming me to Soccer Cards United. Um, yeah. Because the names are so similar. We were first. <laughs> we were first. Yes, we were yeah. first. Big coincidence that the names are similar. No, stop. Uh, yeah, he, he took me on, Jason. Believe it or not, he took me on to talk all things <laughs> NFTs. Well, because you, when it comes to the European hobby, you're one of the main crossover figures between NFTs and sports cards. Yeah, I've been in deep. Uh, been in deep. I have a V friend from May, so at the floor. Oh, I saw uh, Gary V announced what where the Minnesota, Minnesota, hey, Minnesota, in the in the stadium, some stadium there. The yeah. I can't remember the, the Viking name. Stadium. No, is it? maybe no. I think it's something else. But it's where the Vikings Banks play. Stadium, probably. something like that. Yeah, the Vikings play there. I think this could be your Kanye West. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll be it's weird because I'm going alone. I don't know. <laughs> anyone jason 
<laughs> so I thought I had to record a podcast without you, of course. Yeah. And um, he was real adamant. He was like, book the hotels, book the hotels now. And I was like, no, I'm going to book them like in four or five, six months. I'm probably a hostel. There's no, 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 no. Hostels, what? they're not a big thing in America. Oh, could be no, 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 no. I was yeah, going to yeah. go like a no, personal, like personal room hostel. I don't no, know. I'm not, that's not a thing in America. No? No. Not even Minnesota? I don't think so. America is right in, but like in, if, yeah, you, tell me. if you go into Europe and you travel and don't, Europe, can I just say, don't be like, I live in Minnesota, you can stay at my house because I would not feel comfortable. I wouldn't. Don't invite Andrew to your house to Please. stay in Minnesota. Please. Oh, okay, I might book, I don't know. I, it's so far out, I don't want to book my hotel. I don't know why. Maybe you might sell your V-friend. Yeah, I feel like this is locking me in to not sell it. Now, I'd still just go on a holiday, I guess, to Minnesota, but I don't know what's there. I saw one person say, I don't even have a V-friend, but I just bought because I want to be in the lobby of that hotel room where the deals are going down. And what I deals? thought. What first of all, what deals? Secondly, you poor, poor but, sucker. But I, I guess it's easier that. if you're in America. Like I have I to guess fly so. to America. I'm, I'm thinking though. I think they're going to bring out, and this is actually really touchy. Isn't it? We're going off topic here, but I think they're going to bring out a way for me to sell my ticket to the conference without selling my V friend. Like I can rent it or something like that. I'm with you now. And it's going to that could be hard to pass up because you don't necessarily want to go to. No, I don't know. Maybe I do want to be at the conference, but I don't really know if I do. Like, I'm not a conference guy. I've never been to a conference. A conference, I don't think. And you'll already have the national 2022 to go to. Yeah, I'll be busy. Does that clash? I don't Big think. Big conference so. season for you next year. No, but see, I don't know. I'm not. So I guess I. I guess I'm not buying a hotel ticket because I'm not sold yet. Maybe we need to send you to America for the whole year of 2022. It'll be easier to go. It'll be I'll easier just... to just rent an apartment for a year. Well, what's the date? <laughs> I guess I could. You could. I'd be a bit scared though. No, you'd be fine. Gun laws scare me over there. Never mind that. We get you into a state where things are reasonably okay. Canada. <laughs> we get you in Can- yeah, you need to just stay over the border in Canada. Oh my gosh. Move to Vancouver or something. Just fly fly down to the states. Yeah. When you need to. To be honest, that's that's re- I've people. I think Francesca's moving to Frank- Vancouver. Yeah, she moves around a lot. She does. She does. She's, 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 <laughs> she's coming she back to the podcast. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Don't know. We'll soon find out because that was probably an offensive what I just said no, like it goes around a lot She's. but anyway yeah, I'm looking forward to that the, the prices are going to the moon and apparently Jason yeah. I don't know if you've seen this there's going to be a huge announcement tomorrow like the biggest of the bunch class so you'll be on your trip enjoying Galway but I think that might sneak its way into your phone okay well I do have everything to do with that muted on Twitter no me me me, I have Jason. you muted on Twitter. No, but I'll text oh, you. Oh, you're trying to just text me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, don't I can't know. mute. See, I can't. But the point, sorry. Yeah. NFTs, I've been Went in it for a long Futera. time. Went on to Futera, chatted to Adam, probably butchered the meaning of NFT, butchered a lot of things. But I think he got a lot out of it. And that's the main thing. Yeah, no, it was good. It was educational. I enjoyed it. And I'm going to point, a lot of people wanted to ask me NFT questions. So that's going to be when it releases, I'll share it on the socials. You can get get your fix there. Fantastic. Thanks, Jason. Um... I think, so I went on sports card nonsense to talk about that and you mm. went on Twitter and I, I feel like that's really, that's a good use of our, you know, like I don't want to be on the Futera podcast talking NFTs. You know, like I feel like we're getting yeah, to yeah. a place where it's becoming. We're starting to know what our strengths are. Yeah. I think as a duo. Yeah. I don't really want to, no offense to Jesse and Mike. Mike, I don't want to go on the nonsense. I'm not, I don't know. I don't want to be on it. It's not your kind of thing. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I feel like no, but I just feel like you're our missionary. Like you're a charmer. We send you out there. You speak the good, the gospel of soccer and then people go, "I want to join that." I'd like cult. to get involved in that. Yeah. Whereas, I don't even like. I didn't mind hopping on Futera. I enjoyed talking NFTs, but like I don't even want to be hopping because I think you've been on another podcast as well. I get around. You get you. <laughs> now you're talking about someone that moves around. 
this guy is everywhere. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. We're trying to learn our strengths. I think there's a lot that we still have yet to do, Jason. I would say, I would say, your strength is more. You you when you know about Wait, something. Is this, this is an on-air production meeting, but this we're no, going, this is no, we're going from it from like an emotional point yeah, of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is like real team building. This is like almost performance appraisal That's vibes. That's right. This is like we're kind of giving you sort of a performance review. I think you're great at this. <laughs> People are just it's listening. Like, and they'd be like, they're like, no, he's not. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's the Good. exact opposite. Jason, I think you're great at editing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and keeping us on track. That's the oh. main thing. Um, no, but what I was going to say was, I feel like when you know about something, you really know about it. Whereas I kind of know about nothing and everything at the same time. I'm a generalist. Mm. So if you need to really dig down on something, don't invite me on. Because I go on sports card nonsense. They're asking me, like, what kind of price is those cards going for? And I'm like, I don't know. You have the computer in front of you. (laughs) The market's very... Was I supposed to research before I came on? (laughs) Don't have my notes together. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm like, Enzo usually has this stuff. Whereas then, but like, but you... You kind of want to talk about what you want to talk about, but if you, if you get you on one of those topics, it's like mm. how deep you want to go. Yeah, interesting. That's my that's your take. That's my take on that. Do with that information what you will. Yeah, people. By the way, go to soccercardsunited.com and buy some stuff, would you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jason's away for a week. I need to get some stock off you so I can yes. ship them out. Um, well, not if we need. <laughs> is there any? If you're in Gal, by the way, if you're listening to this when it comes out, and you're in Galway, Ireland. There is someone that listens from Galway. Yeah, so if you're someone that listens from Galway, like this is so specific. Enzo will, like, I will hand it to you, and per Enzo can ship it to me. Wow. Like, you know, tomorrow or Tuesday, I'll have it by Wednesday, Thursday, and I'll meet you on Friday, and I'll hand it to you. <laughs> so that's a once in a lifetime. We don't offer that delivery service. I cannot imagine that going down. But imagine that Air Square in Galway. I meet you in Supermax. Okay, <laughs> Supermax with some sealed wax. <laughs> Supermax that, with that sealed is wax. Dodgy. Do not show up to Supermax with any amount of money. Oh, you can put pay, pay online. Pay online. Mm. Yeah, don't. No, it's not gonna be a cash deal. Yeah, I'm just saying. Pay online. I'll bring the merchandise. That's fucked up. Don't do it. You bring the Supermax garlic cheese chips, and we'll meet in the middle. Oh, I love garlic cheese chips. So do I. Um, I actually met. Uh, I met. Uh, so in my day job, uh, we had a recent new hire. This is not. This is a slow week, by the way. Oh, oh, by the way. On the show, <laughs> On the show this week, on the show this week, we have pretty much because we're recording a day early. Pretty much nothing has happened. No, nothing seems to have happened really. So we have a few bits for the hobby. There's but stuff to happen. Like we're gonna talk about stuff, but we might as well just. It's an hour long. So show, this is good. So hop in. Um, a guy just started in my job who, uh, well, I can't say who he. He used to work for Supermax, okay. um, and but when you said Supermax and sealed wax, I thought. Jeez, I wonder, can he get me onto his old boss in Supermax and maybe we'll do some sort of a... <laughs> a meal deal? And like a meal, or like a... Like a, like a happy content meal? Content collab. Oh. You know? It could be a happy meal, like, you know, you got a pack, like a... Pack, it's pack in your a pack, yeah. It's a, you know, a chicken sandwich and chips and a and a pack of Tops We comb. should talk to Supermax. Yeah, sealed wax and Supermax. Yeah, but if we talk to Supermax, we could get that going. We could order a case and just put it for Supermax. <laughs> and you know they don't even have to pay us they can just give me some garlic cheese chips give me a voucher give me Supermax credit. give me like, a, like you know, because like, that's more liquid <laughs> yeah that's, give me like the Supermax black card oh well, no, I can go on, in there now come on come swipe on. that and no. I can have anything I want unlimited no. credit in Supermax no come on top of the, if it was Top Scrum 2019 maybe maybe or maybe some F1 or something they give Oof. us um, so anyway that's interesting um, if I ever want to get fired I'll bring that up to him if I ever need to get out of that job quick, I'll pitch him that and he'd be like, you have to leave. <laughs> You're sick in the head. You're sick in the head. 
<laughs> Actually, I was talking to this guy the other day, and um, the man who is both of our boss. Mm. Uh, so when are you leaving that job? <laughs> I hope I actually don't know who's listening, so I'm not even going to say. Oh, okay, good. Um, so the man who is both of our boss was like, uh, "It's like you know, Jason has a podcast." Oh. And I'm just like, "Oh, why did you say that?" Like, and then he's like, "Oh, you have a podcast? Cool. What is it?" And I'm just like, "It's like a sports collectibles <laughs> thing. I don't even want to talk about." It. <laughs> I preach the good gospel. My people listen. Yeah, but like I, and then he's like, "Oh, and is it like is it popular?" Yeah. I was like, yeah, and he's like, oh, like, um, like, would you get a lot of listeners and all? And I'm like, yeah, and he's like, where, like, where would they be? And I'm like, in America, they're like, they're <laughs> Americans. You wouldn't. It's like I'm very famous in America, but no one knows. <laughs> no it's like saying you're big in Japan or something. Like, you know? um, you're speaking of Japan. Yeah, you nice. I'm wearing my JFA. Yeah, very nice uh, jacket. There you go. Um, which I feel like I'd love to just, I'd love to just coach one game, wearing this jacket. You know, just like. Not 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 one Japanese game. Oh, not like of the Japanese national Thank you. team. Um, Just anyone, any anyone. group of <laughs> group of individuals. Any group of individuals. It looks very Simeone esque. All black. All black. Yeah. Even the logo is black. Yeah, it's one of the ones in the 2018 World Cup. If anyone's looking for that. Um. So let's talk about available on soccer. You know? <laughs> yeah. By the way, can I have one of those Panini hoodies? Because you never sold them. Don't tell the people. That. <laughs> uh, I think yeah, there was a big size problem. Jason, I know when your birthday is. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Very good. I have one more piece of personal news, and then we can get to the get to the football. But this this is going to bring us down that path. I think I know where you're going. Because last week I went to my first live it. football match before, uh, since before the pandemic, um, which was Ireland versus Serbia in a World Cup qualifier. It was a one-all draw. I saw um, Dusan Tadic, <laughs> and actually uh, Ireland conceded from a Serbia corner, and Dusan Tadic took the corner. And I was just about to turn to my dad, who I was at the match with, and say, I was literally about to say this as he took the corner. I was like, I was thinking to myself, what a pleasure to see Dusan Tadic take a corner because he's like such a wonderful set-piece delivery specialist. And then I was just turning to say it to him and the ball went into the net. And I was like, I can't say that now because it seems like unpatriotic. And then uh, <laughs> Vlajevic was there. Yeah. Um, he's big. He's big and he's quick. Them lads are big. They're the big. Serbians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who else was there? Milinkovic Savic. Milinkovic Savic scored. Yeah, but um, you're like, who was there? <laughs> there was this one guy. Yeah, uh, Kostic from Eintracht Frankfurt. Did you hear about Kostic and Lazio? No. So Kostic wanted to go to Lazio. Is uh, he a fascist? Well, I mean, Serbian. Yeah, we're not going to Like, I don't want to even. No. Uh, there's eagle. There's a lot of eagles yeah, no, 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 across no. the board. Um, Can we edit that? No, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> we cannot. Um, no, no room in the budget. <laughs> I don't have. There's no room in the budget for that editing. Uh, so, um, Kostic wanted to go to Lazio during the transfer window, and Eintracht Frankfurt didn't want him to go. Mm. So apparently, they gave Lazio, but they'd given him a. They they told him that if an offer came in, he can go. He could go. And they gave Lazio. This is just hearsay, but they gave Lazio an email address. Which was the incorrect email address, <laughs> and Lazio were emailing them offers that they would have accepted, but the emails were bouncing because it was the wrong email address. And then after the deadline had passed, Costage was like, "Lazio told me they emailed you a load of offers. offers," and they said we never got them. And so he checked with Lazio to see where were you sending them, and he was like, "That's not the that's not the email address." And they were like, "Well, we never got the offer, we never received it, so we technically didn't lie." That's filthy. Isn't that filthy? Are they fascists? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is in this, in yeah, this triumvirate. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then uh, who else was there? Oh, there was a few boys there like 
No, it looked looked good. I mean, and you didn't lose. Didn't lose. Didn't lose. Um, there was actually a, a young centre half, uh, Andrew Obam Daly, Obama Daly, and uh, I just call him Big Andy. And uh, he had a fantastic international break for Ireland. And then he made his first Premier League start with Norwich at the weekend, oh, wow. which was exciting. And the goalkeeper, Gavin Bazunu, who's on the books at Man City, um, is coming for Zach Steffen's job as the Man City number two. Yeah, he looks good. He's unbelievable. Uh, I know Ronnie, who listens to the show, is a big Portsmouth fan, as is Michael Eisner. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin Bazunu is on loan at Portsmouth owned by Michael Eisner from Tops. Now, there's something there for me. I just, I don't know quite what the, <laughs> but I'm looking, I'm like... Wait, he's on loan from... Portsmouth. Man City. He's on loan from Man City. Is Bazuna not... Oh, no, the other guy's not. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, uh, Bazuna was at Shamrock Rovers, um, bought by Man City, loaned out to Rochdale last season and Portsmouth this season. Wow. And is having a fantastic time of it. Yeah, he looked, he looked really well. Saved yeah. the penalty against uh, Ronaldo as well. Mm. There's also... Uh, oh, saved Ronaldo's penalty, yeah. Kevin Zeffi, from, also from Shamrock Rovers, who went to Inter Milan's under-17s there during the week, mm. made his debut in a youth game against uh, Ciudadella <laughs> and assisted three goals and scored two. Shit. So You're saying the Irish are on the up? I'm just having a good time. Having a good time. Oh, we're the European champions. Who? Italy. I don't not compare myself to Italy. Didn't say you were. Okay. Um, <laughs> why does it always get hostile? <laughs> uh, so, let's talk about Harvey Elliott. Did you see that? Yeah. We spoke about him recently because of the Fulham, the Fulham tops now. And now that tops now doesn't matter. No, because Harvey Elliott uh, suffered a tackle from Pascal Strike, which didn't seem that bad, but then everyone freaked out when they saw what happened to his ankle. Um, and Then he got a red card. Then Strike got a red card, but you can't get a red card because they do that. the they consequence. Do. No, but they do. They always do that. Especially well, with VAR. It was now wrong. Like, oh, now it's a red card because he's actually... But like, still, it was a bad challenge. Yeah, but he wasn't an O. I couldn't yeah, know. You can't. You get literally crucified if someone's leg is broken and you're a referee. That gave a yellow card. Yeah, you maybe. Do. Yeah. If I'm a but ref- then, the, then the, the commentator said, uh, he said, we we can now confirm that the referee was always going to give a red card, but then v- and VAR just confirms like, well, you don't know what he was gonna do. Gonna do. You've no idea. No, but surely he could have said to VAR, I'm gonna give a red card, and they're like, let us let us just have a look. Yeah, I, I mean, they're just trying to say referees need protecting. No, they don't. They need to be exposed. They need to be fired. They need to be just dragged. Uh, so Harvey Elliott was having a fantastic start to the season with Liverpool mm. and seemed to nail because all the Liverpool players going to the, not all of them but some of them were going to the AFCON in January <laughs> they're all they're going all. to the AFCON <laughs> <laughs> it seems like that some, some are playing was, and some are just going for the crack he could have had like 30 appearances for Liverpool this season no and now but that's like cautionary tale I think we have some of it for postcards you know it's people are asking about Harvey Elliott but um, it's a cautionary tale because obviously people can invest like you can be investing like even Haaland I'll use him as the example yeah and now he is a robot so it's different but I'll use him as an example he looks like an absolute world beaten superstar. Yeah. You can try compare him to Messi Ronaldo. Some people would say you're nuts, but if you're just looking at numbers, yeah. goal scored at that age, that's all well and good. But one of the things beyond talent and beyond hard work that Messi and Ronaldo had was the longevity to do it for like fifteen years. Yes. And that's like it's a blessing that they ne- they never really got injuries at any point during that. No, it's like serious like career serious, injuries. Yeah. yeah. So it's just an interesting thing. It kind of shows you that there is risk, additional risk in investing in this space if you are an investor. Yeah. So that's, you know, Pokemon cards versus sports cards and all that stuff. All them, yeah. All them cliches. Um, you mentioned uh, Haaland. There was a mad game. Mad game. It was always going to be crazy in uh, the Bundesliga yesterday afternoon when it was Bayer Leverkusen versus Borussia Dortmund. 
And there were goals from Florian Wirtz, Erling Haaland, Patrick Schick, Julian Brandt, Musa Diaby, Rafa Guerrero, and then an Erling Haaland penalty uh, to win it. And a ruled out Jude Bellingham goal. And a ruled out Jude Bellingham goal. This was like hobby... Folklore. Uh, hobby folklore happening. Yeah. Um, Euphoria. Euphoria. Florian uh, Wirtz, I think he got an assist as well, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe he did, yeah. He, he, he looked very good anyway. He's so good. Incredibly talented. Um, so young. When you look at the oh yeah sorry the Patrick Schick goal was a, was a yeah, yeah, there you go. but like when you look at the Germany team now that that Hansi Flick has, Wurz, Havertz, Musiala, Musiala like Adiemi, hmm. like that's unbelievable. And you can still you can still bring in Thomas Muller. They can Moore, all play for still the bring under twenty ones. Yeah, that's nuts. It's an incredible team. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew when when Marco Rose went to Borussia Dortmund that there was going to be an unprecedented amount of vibes. Oh, un, like unmatched, unmatched vibes. And uh, I think Lukaku was back at the Shushin this week as well. Was he? I think so. Oh. <laughs> if only, if only there'd been some sort of betting market for, <laughs> for the most Shushin. for the most shushes of any player in a single Premier League season, Lukaku. Um, then it was a great, you know if you saw it, you tweeted it out from our Soccer United account to say the bit where Jude Bellingham jumps up on Haaland's shoulders after yeah. he scores the winner, and people throw beer at him. He catches a beer. Catches a beer. Takes a sip of it. Because he's officially 18. Yeah. And so he can drink beer legally. He shouldn't as a professional footballer. If you're investing in his cards, that was a really concerning yeah. moment until... Until. He said he didn't like the taste of it. No. Never again, he said. He said, I never Good will do this again man. because I value my card prices too much. Yeah, no. There are too many people with too much on the line. <laughs> <laughs> you spit that out. I was given a million rookie, <laughs> rookie cards, cards in that season. So I, I need owe to, it to those people. I need to... The supply is crazy. I need the demand to be crazy. So I need to, I need to look after myself. Um, We're hoping that turns into a top snow card because it was amazing. I'm assuming they won't put beer on a card, but who knows? But there was also another couple of cool there was some great images, images from that uh, match. So definitely we hope there's a top snow card. Um, somebody said, I think it was Mitch, uh, mentioned that Jude Bellingham seems to be playing further forward on the Marco Rosa. Mm. And I was just saying, I was thinking to myself, I didn't reply because I was just walking down the road or whatever, but I was like, everyone plays further forward on the Marco Rosa. The whole team... <laughs> It's just, it doesn't attack, even... Attack, 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 diamond. No, yeah, that's why you can you just uh, can see goals at a rate of knots. Yeah, what a what a manager. Yeah. There's just going to be goals. The Champions goals, League goals. with them is going to be mad vibes. They might... They bring vibes around They everywhere. bring vibes. They're the travelling vibe show. Yeah. God fucking bless them. Yeah, because really, the hobby doesn't care. Like, Margaro is the perfect manager for that because the hobby doesn't care if you can see a tree. Oh, no. Like, it does, doesn't care. We're not, back for, we're not back in the vendors or, or goalkeepers. No. So like oh Haaland got two you did it great and and it's great when you come up against a hobby team such as Leverkusen where it's like Wirtz got a goal yeah God goal goal Marco, Marco Rosa honestly is doing, he a plant doing the Lord's work does he me. work secretly for yeah, top for, not for someone for someone hmm. um then in the Bayern game I didn't see the Dortmund game but in the Bayern game which I did see um there was a wonderful performance by Jamal Musiala who came on. Uh, I think at halftime. Can I say, can I just cut you off real quick? The rookies yeah. from the Jude class, as yeah. we now coin it, or the COVID the class. The COVID class, yeah. They're performing. Yeah, they're doing the business. Like, we're just talking about Wirtz, who doesn't, Wirtz, who doesn't have um, the Orsi logo, but is part of the rookie class. Bellingham, Camavinga got his goal tonight. Musiala performing. Yeah. They're like they're showing up and showing it's out. Happening. Yeah. They're, they're, there was a top quality bunch on paper yep. and they are getting game time and performing really well sorry continue Jamal Musiala Jamal Musiala was, was fantastic when he came on um, the, the Bayern 
Leipzig game was a bit stupid because like you're looking at it and Bayern won four one, and uh, like Bayern are in Leipzig. They have Leipzig's manager from last season. Mm. They have Leipzig's best defender from last season, Luke Meccano, and they have uh, on sixty minutes or so Marcel Sabitzer, who was the Leipzig captain last season, comes on. So it's like this is a Mickey Mouse league, like you know. <laughs> this is ridiculous. What is this? Like this is not. This is this. And then you're winning, you're beating. And them. you oh well done, you beat them. You took yeah. the manager, the best player, and the best defender, and the captain, and the captain. Like it's, I don't really get it, but that's just the way they do it in Germany, and everyone loves it. Everyone loves it, so that's fine. Um, Alfonso Davies had another good game. Uh, Leroy Sané scored a goal. That's fifty appearances for Bayern for him. Twelve goals, twelve assists. So he's contributing to a goal roughly every two games. And that's when performing technically poor. Had a ter- it was terrible on the Hansi Flick, but. On an Agusman could could pop off. Could pop off. And still very young. Still young. Still young. Still has something something to give. Something to give. I I like to think. Um. So the Bundesliga is just unmatched for vibes. But you think of him. He used to play for Schalke, and so did Gretzka. So it's just like, what a boy. What, what, what's yeah. There's something. Something is going on here. Oh, D- Dortmund former striker Lewandowski leading the way as well. Like yeah. Bayern. Bayern. They get it. Like I think they. The whole Bundesliga is a farm. You for cannot Bayern. be surprised if Haaland goes to Bayern Munich. Yeah, you're not allowed to be surprised, but we hope it doesn't happen. No, but like, the Bayern it'd be Munich, a great move for his career. Bayern Munich are the are the great unspoken powerhouse powerhouse of Europe. Yeah, they just do. They just go about their business. And they go about it very well. Very well. Like to be honest, Erling Haaland at his cheap buyout clause is the most perfect Bayern Munich sign. It's almost it's it's like, written it's in the textbook stars. Bayern. Yeah, because what will they say to him? They say. Listen, we're always in the last latter stage of the Champions League. We win the league every year. Win the league every year. You're going to score so many goals, just like Lewandowski. You like it in Germany. You're settled here already. If you want to, we'll sign Jude as well. <laughs> like, we'll sign Gio Reyna if you yeah. want. What the do American you want? Bring, bring your friends. Like, it's fine. We'll fucking because it really like there, there'll always be the case of oh, Haaland, you could leave Germany da, da, da. but like at the end of the day when you're performing in the Champions League like you like you want to win the Champions League so it doesn't matter if you're still in Germany and Haaland is so young he could do a three or four or five year stint in Germany and then move to Real Madrid yeah. da, 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 da. you can't be I agree you can't be surprised if it does happen I hope it doesn't though but it could be great for his card prices though you, you'd think it's not but in terms of his performances like the move itself it won't be like yeah. a huge move to Man United move to Real Madrid da, da, da. but the move to to Bayern will just and result. the continued the guaranteed continued uh, stream of goals yeah yeah, increased I would say yeah for sure Um. oh Jose Mourinho there uh, his 1000 game as a manager 1000 game as a manager huge Start. celebration he started Zaniolo started Zaniolo they won against Sassuolo so 92nd minute winner from uh, El Shah um, who he brought back from China I think what was the score is it just 1-0 2-1 who scored the other goal was, uh, was Tammy amongst the goals it, no Tammy wasn't it was uh, Cristante Brian Cristante okay um, and just want to tell you about Jose Mourinho's uh, record here so 1000 game professional manager 639 wins 63.9% win rate Jesus It's unbelievable that And 25 it. trophies Yeah What a manager Unbelievable Jesus. Roma could win the league this season No no AC Milan is still But they, what I'm saying is We've been dominating um, Can I just read this from Premier League Paul On Twitter Yeah 36 year old Modric Diving into the box And 18 year old Camavinga Pouncing to score the rebound On his debut That's an iconic moment For sure Yeah, yeah. Crazy Um. So what were we talking about there before that all came into play? 
Oh, Haaland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, I was doing a little survey there for Postcards United, and somebody, asked, two people asked the same question about Joao Felix. Mm. And I just thought we might as well talk about him because today, <clears throat> earlier on, I watched Atletico Madrid play against Espanyol, and Espanyol have always been a bogey team for Atletico, so I was not pleased to see them get promoted. Sure enough, <laughs> uh, went 1 0 down on 40 minutes. Can I say this? Yeah. A lot of people have been saying that Simeone is making him into a right wing back, Joao Felix. Yeah. A lot of people don't know what the fuck they're talking oh, about. I know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. So, I just want to get, because pe- people are asking this question, is there any way back for Joao Felix to be a global superstar, to recapture his Benfica form? Um, and what, what, with the specific thing of while playing for Simeone. Mm. And I wanted to just use today's match as a... Vignette? As a little vignette to examine this. Mm. Um, because people always say Simeone pl- plays defensively, but that's not what he says himself. What he says himself is, I choose my formation based on the best players I have available to me. So today, Felix didn't start, but uh, the back three was there. And then there was Trippier on the right, Carrasco on the left, Marcus Llorente and Coke in the middle, Antoine Griezmann, Angel Correa, Luis Suarez up front. So if you look at Carrasco, Griezmann, Suarez, Correa, Llorente, that's four attack... No, that's, sorry, that's five attacking players mm. um, starting in the eleven. That's not defensive football. There's loads of opportunities for Joao Felix. Um, and if you feel the need to test that theory, you can go back and look at Simeone in his River Plate days and uh, see where that gets you. But uh, anyway, Joao Felix came on on 58 minutes for Antoine Griezmann, which, by the way, as an Atletico fan, that's a pretty thrilling uh, show of depth to be like, Griezmann, you come off, Joao Felix is going on. Hmm. Um, and came back, Carrasco scored in the 79th minute, and then Thomas Lamar, Lamar Adonna, uh, scored, <laughs> in the, scored in the 99th minute. Oh, yeah, I've uh, seen that. He, uh, to win the game. It's huge. I have two things to say. Yeah. Well, have you finished your Joao Felix point? I was just going to say on Joao Felix that there, he's going to get loads of opportunities this season um, because there is loads of places up for grabs and he's very young and there's no reason why he can't have a breakout season this season yeah I agree with that I think people are sleeping on him he, he is still a really 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 high ceiling player of course yeah uh, I have two things to say Jason one Griezmann came back He, you were not too pleased about it he then cut his hair short and you were you were sold you were won over well that's like that's what happened is because <laughs> like literally you're he, a phony he went for the he went for the the meeting or whatever in the stadium in the morning and there was fans outside uh, who like me were like cut your hair you know um, <laughs> like you you were saying that? I was like yeah your hair is stupid like yeah, you know it's outrageous because you can, you can literally link when he started acting like very pretentiously when he had the long hair mm. and then everyone was like cut your hair and then he came back in the afternoon for the presentation and he'd been to the barber and he like got his old Atletico yeah, yeah, haircut, yeah. and we were all like, "We can't stay mad at you." Oh, we missed you. <laughs> we missed jail. you, Jason. Jason, yeah. jail, jail. Yeah. <laughs> Let me finish. Let me go home. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call a Freudian slip. Jail, <laughs> Jason. This podcast imprisons me. Yeah? Sal Niguez. Yeah. Left. Yeah. Atletico. We haven't spoke about it on loan. Yeah. It Is was it right option to buy or like um, or guaranteed to buy or. I think there's an option to buy. Okay. But talk, um, talk to me about Selny, guys, because I remember watching him for Spain's under-21s back in the day, like super, super talented yeah. midfielder. And in like 2016, he was he looked like he was going to be the guy. sky's the limit. Yeah, look, Sal just 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 plateaued mm. uh, under under Simeone. He couldn't hold down a place in the midfield. Um, and then he get, kept getting asked to play left wing back. He didn't like that. Um, You're left foot, go there. Yeah, go there, go over there. 
and then he was he just wasn't being able to uh, nail a place down he was having weird stuff going on with his diet and his fitness and he and he lost a lot of his strength he was kind of he used to be kind of always barging in the box and, and, and bumping off players and all that and then something happened and he just kind of became a less physical version of himself and it was a case of for the last two seasons it was obvious to everyone that he needed to leave mm. but it's hard because like for Atletico fans we're like that's so like you know that's yeah, that's the guy that's the guy we know him since he was a little boy and all this stuff mm. so you never like to see him leave but it's the best thing for him it's the best thing for Atletico because the midfield is already stacked he wasn't going to get in, in what about of. Chelsea because that's not exactly a non-stacked midfield I think he offers something very different to Kovacic and Jorginho and, and Kante. Kante yeah okay and I and what is the thing about him is he's a utility player and um, because Thomas Tuchel isn't going to play him left wing back but if you're someone who is used to being told you're playing left wing back and your only option is to play left wing back then Thomas Tuchel asked me to play as an 8 instead of a 6 or you know <laughs> or to screen the defense like whatever it is it's not a problem it's not a problem okay. I think Chelsea fans are going to like him and they're, yeah, they're building a really strong team at Chelsea the I think Chelsea surely are the favourites for the title it's nuts they're going to shush their way Lukaku's going to shush their way, way all the way to the title yeah, they're, they're favourites for the title and if you think they're not you're going to get shushed yeah because wow. many people will talk about Manchester United Manchester City Liverpool this season they'll all be shushed what about Manchester United Ronaldo we won't get too deep into it no he showed up he did exactly what he wanted to do yeah <laughs> yeah unbelievable like Ronaldo's oh, come fantastic. in and two uh, terrible but fantastic. two goals <laughs> my brother was delighted he's a Man United fan yeah the amount of Man United uh, the amount of uh, Ronaldo jerseys you could see at mm. Old Trafford Castro was at Old Trafford yeah yeah I've seen that yeah Um. It was they beat Newcastle 4-1 and Bruno the even more impressive thing was that Bruno Fernandes scored as well because yeah. it was like Ronaldo simultaneously put two separate doubts to bed one doubt that he wasn't going to be able to form Premier League and secondly that Bruno wouldn't do well mm. and he just does like, he just does what he, he wants he has his own way he has his own way and it's his way or the highway <laughs> um, I, I believe Ole Gunnar Solskjaer uh, motioned to him to ask him do you want to come off and he's like, no. So that was the end of that conversation. Yeah. It was interesting, though, because he didn't get to be subbed on because he started the game. Yeah. And he didn't get to be taken off, which would have been a huge standing ovation. Yeah. Interesting. And I saw Paul Pogba got another couple of assists. I mean, the, the one for Bruno doesn't... Like, it counts. They all count. Yeah. But it was just a little pass. I believe that if... Um, I think it was only one assist. No, I think it was... No, no, because Luke Shaw assisted Ronaldo's second goal, Ronaldo's first goal. And then Pogba assisted Lingard at the end. No, no, no. Was it? Yeah. Oh, because yeah, Martial jumped over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. So, I think it's seven assists in his first four games for Paul Pogba. And if he continues assisting at this rate, he'll get 52 assists this season. <laughs> um, Listen, the, the the Premier League record is 20, I believe. So, there you go. Held by Kevin De Bruyne and Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, in fairness, he got four in his first game. Yeah, so that's slightly... But they all count? No, no, they all count, but I'm saying he probably shouldn't. I mean, with the player attacking players on the roster, maybe, but... Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to be excited when because Jaden Sancho, who we should probably touch on, yeah, deployed as a left wing back, a left wing, sorry, left winger, yeah, a left winger, and he's a right winger. Um, Mason Greenwood on the right. It's a tough one because Mason Greenwood they don't want to drop him because of his goal scoring capabilities, but then you're also semi stunting his development. Why did with you the right spend winger. two years? Why did you spend two years chasing a right winger, a right winger, and spending loads and loads of money on him? Why not buy a left winger? Why not buy a couple of holding midfielders and be done with it? Yeah, no, does it like, mm. <laughs> like you have all these players and then Matic, Matic. Was so bad. He was like, I, I but it's nothing to do with him Matic. being bad. It's just like, it's, he's not right. He's been asked to do 
Too much. Too much. Mm. I think I think his legs are a bit gone. Of course. He never really had his legs. To be fair. No, he was never that guy, and now. No. And he's... Just, my, I hate United's two fullbacks. I think. I think. Yeah, United. I don't have them for the title just because of the team and the formation. Yeah. They have the talent to do it, but just they don't have. In theory, yeah. Yeah, in theory, but like, um, like in reality. Wambasaka, I think Ronaldo's going to be. I think Dallo is going to end up playing right right back for. Yeah, the United. Portuguese. Influence. The Portuguese, because I think Ronaldo's going to be like. I know him. No, I need someone that can cross the ball because I can head the ball. Yeah, Wambasaka can't. He cannot. No, he cannot cross the ball. No. So and I think, surely with Varane and Maguire now, you don't necessarily need the defensive. The defensive. Like. And he's a great defend defensive oh, fullback. God bless him. God bless him. But especially when they don't have a creative central defensive midfielder, your fullbacks need to become your creativity. Yeah. Now, there's none of that coming from... Dalo Tellez. I'd love to see that. Oh, yeah. But Luke Shaw, they just love him too much. Yeah. It's very, it's very yeah. bad. But um, I'm excited for Rashford to come back in, I think, October or November. Because then it's going to get really stacked. Because then you have a proper left winger. Not proper left winger, but, you mm. know, a left-sided player. I think it'll be interesting. But anyway. But I, th- I still think Chelsea are favourites for the title. Oh, 100%. Let's talk about the hobby. Okay. First thing to announce is that uh, those of you interested in so rare uh, may have seen that there was a big deal announced um, on Friday, which was their biggest ever club launch. They launched La Liga. La Liga Santander. La Liga Santander. Still Santander? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, they launched La Liga, and so the Spanish uh, Premier Division is still there now in, in so rare. And um, previously, just Real Madrid, Valencia, Atletico. Real Betis, but only, Real Betis, super, only rare super rare and unique. But now... Um, it's every La Liga team. Every La Liga team. All 20. Huge. That's huge. Huge. Bodes yeah. well for the future, too. Bodes well for the future. In terms of, will they get the Bundesliga? Will they get... They had a launch event, I think, with uh, Patrick Cloyvert and Samuel, Samuel Eto'o. Eto, who recently signed cards that were in Inception. Yeah. Eto dipping into the hobby a bit. Wow. Mm. And he had a... Lost rookie. Lost rookie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Both images were Real Madrid. Yeah. Like, the, the lost rookie, fair enough, because of what you're doing, but... Yeah, Inception should have been Barcelona. I don't know what that's about. I could yeah. be licensing. I think it's licensing. Yeah, but no. But if they they have Messi autographs, why can't they have Samueletto? It might have been they licensed Samueletto in a Real Madrid kit for the last rookies, and, and so you have to get a different license if you want to put him in. Okay, a, in a yeah, maybe, kit. maybe. Um, boy, <laughs> yeah, Ronaldinho. Where like this is a man that will sign almost anything. Yeah, I don't see his autographs. You're wondering why have Drop Collectibles been able to. Get Ronaldinho signed things and Tops can't. Tops or Panini. I don't think Panini even have many Ronaldinho's. Modern. Yeah. I don't think so. Very Maybe rare, they do. Very rare to see Ronaldinho in a hobby product. Which is bizarre because he's a huge pull. He's an icon. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, Sora got La Liga. That's huge for the platform. I personally, it turned my eye a little bit because I'm like, yeah. let me get in there. La Liga. That's, that's <laughs> you. Yeah, let me they get They said, in how there. do we get Jason how to really. Get, Jason? We get, him, get, get La Liga. Get, get La Liga in. I want. I want to. I have like my eyes on players. Um, but uh, I have a player returning that I have my eye on returning for the Conference League. The Europa Conference League. Isn't that a dirty? Like that's that's we are in deep. Yeah. I've been buying up. Yeah. I've been plotting my eye on a few on on the, this guy buying up a few of his cards that way because I think he's been out for a while. You know, injured. But he's going to make a Conference League game debut. Sorry, continue. I was just going to say that. Um, when we had the change in coefficient and Portugal became the fifth league of Europe. Mm, um, the real top five league. I wonder, are Sora changing their algorithms so that the champion division is now yeah. 
Because that would be if you had Portugal cards. It's a huge win. It's a huge win. Or is it a huge loss? Or is it a huge win if you have French league cards because now you can use these stacked players? Now you can players. use an Mbappe in a challenger. Yeah. And you can use them in the champion when you're in the Champions League. Mm. Don't know. I don't, I don't think they're changing it though. I think they might have addressed it, but I don't know. Well, if only I thought of it before we started recording the show, <laughs> I could have looked it up. Um, so yeah, so so far I got the Liga. Are you are you into the Liga? I'm not asking you, Enzo. Thanks. Um, we just talked about it off the air. We should have talked about it on the air. Um, but uh, yeah, I think what we need, I think what so rare needs more than anything, and which they're clearly building up to, is the Premier League. Yeah, because they like FPL, like Fantasy Premier League, is so yeah. huge. People, if, a lot of people don't watch the other leagues or interact with the no. other leagues at all. So if they had the Premier League, I mean that's that's in the they level. have a few clubs, don't they? They have Liverpool, they have West Ham. And that's it. Really? I think so. Yeah. And then there's a few like players that were part of the national teams that got cards. That yeah. was fun. It was yeah. like that was an interesting kind of thing. It's like oh they have Germany now we have Timo Werner. And yeah. Da, da, da. That was interesting. And we I have they have France now they have Kurt Zuma. Now I have Kurt Zuma. <laughs> Pogba was in there. Too. Zuma, you have him. Zuma. But yeah, they're only allowed to get one team per year. I don't know why. It's like that in Premier League. Yeah. But obviously, if you get the league license, that's different. Exactly. So that could be exciting. I'm excited to see them potentially get second divisions. Do they have the German second division? No. Do the Bundesliga is five. Do they have any second? I thought maybe they might have got one, but maybe I'm wrong. No, there are no. No, I was. Uh, what did when I in my unpublished conversation with Dan from Sorer, <laughs> I believe he told me something like this would have been very interesting if I was able to release it, but he told me something like they want to get the top fifty leagues in the world or something. Yeah. So that presumably includes the second division. Second divisions of some things like they, they like the champion the English championship is covered under Challenger Europe. Okay. So. That's fun. In like, theory, they could just license the EFL. Oh, it could get so like messy. Like it gets so fun. <coughs> and Messi if they really had like all of the league. like I'd love Serie B oh yeah I would lose my shit with Frosinone players get a DNEC even for Ascoli I'd be like I'll take him yeah, just I'd for be, the heritage yeah the heritage for football sure. heritage <laughs> <laughs> Federico DNEC football heritage um, Pedri by the way just sold for 99,000 fuck it's over now isn't it 99,000 euros 99,000 euros like it's hard to know what the ceiling is on uniques and I think that that's not it no I mean? like, I definitely think not as the platform really pops off I don't know but that's crazy 99,000 like back in the day they were like a few hundred yeah to get a unique. and and Pedri obviously people people Great know from him. the hobby unbelievable he's an yeah, amazing ama- prospect like, he's a perfect kind of scenario where of a player who is hobby hot yep when you watch him play he's amazing and then his stats and so are also will and be he's very really young good. yeah and he's young so it's, it's everything so it makes sense where that price comes from. Um, I believe... Especially in NFT land. Those prices are like naturally in the tens of thousands anyway. Yeah, that's where they live. Yeah, it's really yeah. strange. I'm trying to get my head around that. So, right. So then we want to talk about um, grading. A couple of pieces of grading news. SGC announced their turnaround times are changing, which we kind of had an inkling because our turnaround time was longer than we expected it yeah. from SGC. Um, they said they're going from... 25 days to 45 days, I believe. Okay. So well, that like means they overpromise. No. Underpromise. Underpromise over deliver. Yeah. Which is the way to do it. Yeah, 100%. So that basically, they're, they're obviously receiving more submissions than they have in a long time. Um, but I think the key thing is they're not raising their prices. Huge. 
They're saying we're keeping prices as they if are. If they raise their prices, I wouldn't grade with them. Yes. Agreed. And like that's it's it's tough, especially as their volume goes up, the natural thing to do is up your price, but you lose me. Yeah, well it depends where they up the price to. You know, it was five euro per card, you could go with them, but then there's a certain point where You have to just be like, This is not worth it. This is not right what you're doing, yeah. SGC. Whereas PSA reduced their price. From two hundred dollars to one hundred fifty dollars for Express. Wow, the value. That's the value in it. Yeah, I mean, no, it is good, but it's not like, you know, the premium on. In fairness, the premium on PSA does pay it, pay it forward if you get a ten. If you get a ten, so I, I think I'm still going to stick with SGC. Certainly, we are here at Soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how are we getting on with? Where have we had much interest in our slabs that came back? Oh my gosh! So. We, we got our first slabs back which this is going to be easier than shifting raw cars we said yeah because it's less hassle you don't need to tell me is send me all these pictures and da -da -da -da. however really i haven't posted too much about <laughs> i haven't tried to sell any of the soccer which i think i'm going to focus on tomorrow right i i posted the formula one cards kind of in a few places and got pretty much interest in every single one of the formula one cards we have amazing but the problem with the formula one cards jason yeah there really isn't any comps out there because I think everyone sent their stuff to PSA. Yeah, so it's <laughs> so going to be a year and a half. It's going to be a year, yeah. It's going to yeah. be a while. Um, so it's tough. Like people are... I don't want to say they're lowballing because in fairness, they don't necessarily know the price. But I think a lot of people are priced out, but they don't know they're priced out. And I'm dealing with a lot of messages of people being like, uh, what's the price? And I'm like trying to gauge because I'm trying to figure out all the prices. But for example, we had Kimi Raikkonen, mm. which was a Sapphire of five parallel, mm -hmm. red parallel. SGC nine, which is really good for formula one yeah right because they all naturally were really, really poorly graded um and i said listen i think the price would probably be below a thousand but i don't know what the price is yet and then he was like not below 500 yeah and i was like three days ago a raw of the exact same card sold for 550 but do you think i'll say this do you think because f1 cards are so new that there are people like we know like in soccer cards mm -hmm. like i'm talking i see a card that I, I want or that I want to sell or whatever the first thing I'm doing I'm checking eBay comms yeah. maybe that's not as it's not as and it's people don't have that, it. those instincts but it's hard like, again it's hard to find I think, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's why I don't want to say they're lowballed I think they genuinely just don't know the value they want the card but they don't actually realise how much I have to pay I think all the F1 we're going to have to sell on eBay right and if you want to do an off eBay deal hit us up and you can do it like, I think that's the way we're going to have yeah. to go with it so I think I'm going to post and be like these are all on eBay on like social media and yeah. Facebook pages scroll through these look at these if you're liking the price you can take 15% off or whatever and yeah. then we can make a deal um, but yeah I think that just because I think it's so specific and I think people will spend money on eBay more and you hate to say it but anyway we have the problem of trying to fix our eBay so I think I'm just going to do it all on my personal property okay okay I'm all about selling on Twitter is that oh that's a disaster always has been because people on Twitter are like I'm not paying that price no it's I, I, for Formula 1 we didn't really get like on social media, we didn't get much interaction for Formula 1. But on soccer, I mean. Soccer, we did. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I forgot. So I'm going to try focus on soccer because it's easier to get um, comps. Yeah. Because, you know, we're not dealing with a Sapphire of 5. We're dealing with a Refactor Chrome. Yeah, so... It's easier. They've been sold before. Yeah. So I'm going to try focus on that. I really want to get selling them all because I, I want... We have some fire, fire cards and we want to submit another submission. Mm -hmm. But we don't want to do Just another... keep submitting without selling. Yeah, we need to... Yeah. like Because also, like, you want to know that you're able to sell. Yep. Which moves us on to more grading news. Around, so one of the other things we put out during Postcards United, uh, just ask me the things we, you can send in, we'll just talk about. And one topic was the Joe Felix topic that kind of became bigger than just one question. And another topic that kind of blew up was um, Digital Grading Company. 
Yeah. So I'll just go back here and, and see if I can find it. Um, I'm going to quickly check Instagram to see if anything crossed over. So let me see. So Lewis Turner, um, the Joe Willock stand that he is, um, he said, are the, are the digital grading... St- so for anyone who doesn't know, by the way, digital grading company are a UK-based new grading company and their Twitter bio says UK based digital grading company bringing consistency to grading using the world's best digital scanners you can then have your card turned into an NFT so the idea is that you get these slabs back they use a 0 to 100 they have like a 100 point scale um, and uh, which I guess allows they would say allows to be more precise than you know um, subgrades or whatever 8.5 8.9 whatever um, and then you can get a custom uh, piece of art, like a kind of HGA thing on the top of the slab. Yep. And then there's a QR code that allows you to see all the information, which I, I think eventually they want to turn that QR code to take you to an NFT. Yeah, I think, I think I don't want to quote it, but I think if you scan the QR code, it'll tell you why your card got the graded graph. Right, okay. So there's like a bit well. of history there, yeah. So we set off a whole engagement chain on their page, so they're welcome for that, free advertising. Um, from the boys. From the boys. And so... I asked, does anyone have any experience of digital grading? And a good few UK guys came back in mm. and they were like, yeah. Like, here's one um, from Super Blue uh, who said, received my cards back. I could not be happier, to be honest. Quality slabs, unrivaled labels, and all for a decent price. Also, a QR code you can scan and get information about your card. And it's a Mason Mount uh, Pitch Kings rookie, which, I, of course, that was a way to play on our play on our heartstrings. Um, mm. So let's see who else. Uh, Mercenary Skank said... Uh, who I think is Derek. I uh, said so I've seen a, quite a few slabs they produce, and they look look they look the absolute business. Everyone I know that's used them is more than happy with the results. They're going to be game changers. Um, Anthony Winton says best slabs on the market. Uh, Andrew, who's from the US, says no. I think it's because like a total of four people graded with them. So um, curious to see how they do. More companies better for consumers. Fantasy Football Lincoln says love the slabs and even better community. Always so helpful. Very generous. Get involved. Okay, don't sell to us. Fantasy Football Lincoln. Mm. Okay. Um, then he showed a uh, Gigi Donnarumma Euro 2020 card just to, appeal, to try really? and appeal to you. Oh, um, Fever Pitch cards with some fire. Uh, delighted with the cards I submitted recently. The slabs look amazing, but the communication and the sense we finally have a grading company that understands and listens, they're all pitching it to me. Yeah, but... The, okay. So, Enzo, basically, this is a UK-based grading company, Yeah. which we haven't really seen before. Yeah. They're using some innovative digital technology as they describe it. Yeah. Um. They're doing good communication, good yeah. customer service. They say since they're they being opened, transparent with their grading, yeah. apparently. And they said since they opened, they had about 350 people sub with mm-hmm. them. I'll ask you two questions. Yeah. Do you think it's good to have a UK-based grading company? Is that good or bad for the UK hobby? And two, would you grade with a new company like this? Okay, number one, definitely good. Do you think so? Yeah, to have a, a UK... I think... I think it's a niche that you will potentially be able to build a name for yourself simply because a lot of people don't want to send their stuff all the way to the United States Fair enough. to get a back deal with customs potentially, even though you're able to kind of maneuver around that. It, just, it seems like a barrier, even if it's not. Um, so yeah, it makes sense. But do I think it would be better if it wasn't a brand new independent one as opposed to branching out of PSA, of BGS, of SGC? Yeah. Yeah, but at the same like. Yeah, like it boils down to like my second point. Would I grade with them? No. Okay, why not? Like firm, no. 
And this boils down to a really kind of, I think, interesting place because, as I said with the SGC slabs, we don't want to submit our next one until we start selling these ones. We want to make sure we're able to sell them, first yep. of all. You know, obviously, we should, like, eBay shows that they are selling, but we, we need to do it ourselves to sell them, to really see the money we put into it to get it graded. The grade is respected by the consumer base, and now I've sold it for what should be a profit. Like That's the kind of organization, especially if you have tens, nines, etc. Yeah. So would I send my cards? No, like, I think people need to understand that you don't send your card to be graded just to put it into a slab. Right. Okay. Like, it's not a service of you send it here, they put it in a slab for you, now your card is in a slab. It's supposed to be value creation. Yeah, and it's not a case of I put it in a slab and now here is my grade, and therefore I have value. Right. That's not, like, that's how it works and it's not how it works because one of the, the, the most key, and this is where it's, like, tricky. This is where I have, like, a lot of empathy here. You know, it's tricky for this. It's, like, the reason sending it to PSA, BGS, SGC is financially worth it or is a move to make is because these companies have a reputation. Like, you're paying for an independent, not independent, but, like, you're paying for independent from the companies that sell you cards and yourself, the owner of the card, an independent third party, yeah, to evaluate the condition of your card, put a standardized grade on it, that now the consumer base and marketplace recognizes it, recognizes respects. it, respects it. So that that's the problem. Like I think a lot of you are really happy with the slabs you got from this specific company. But I think even if you had a 100, I think they, they grade on a number all the way to 100. And it could be 99, 98, and all the way through. They do, yeah. 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 So even if you have a 100 of a random rookie card, go on eBay and sell it. Yeah. And that's key. I just, I just want to warn people <clears throat> in case they're spending big money grading cards. Like, the play because it's not just this place. Like I think PGI is one grading mm-hmm. company or GMA Both and HGA, they exist. I think in the states probably and and but they're not respected. Well, I think there's there's a couple of points there. One is, um, one one is that it may be that if enough people in the UK and bear in mind we're not in the UK, so we're not even in, and and because we're in the EU, we can't even sell into the internal market in the UK anymore. So, mm. where is six months ago? or sorry, 12 months ago, we're having this conversation pre-Brexit or pre-transition period ending. Then we're talking about a European market that's integrated and we really have a vested interest. Now, everything we sell in and out of the UK has a 20% tax on eBay. Yeah. So we're slightly detached, which I think actually makes this conversation more interesting. More interesting. Um, it may be that in the UK, digital grading company becomes uh, huge and becomes like you always grade them. And so if I'm in the UK... And if I'm in Manchester and you're in London and I see you have a, a 98, I know that's brilliant. I buy it. I don't care. The difficulty will be when you try and sell outside the internal market, mm-hmm. um, which is the difficulty with regulations and 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 grading in any internal market. Mm-hmm. It, it's the same reason it's going to be harder for you know in Brexit, for instance. I, I don't okay, I don't know anything about this, but let's just say for instance, it's going to be harder for British farmers to sell into Europe because their potato standards are not the same as our potato standards. And mm. we're like, well, we don't recognize your potato standards. use potatoes as an example on Irish podcasts. Well, I'm confident. Come on. I'm confident Come. our potatoes are better. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> little in volume as they may be. So, um, I think, like, it may be that it gets very successful and that they're trading, like, you know, they're going like the clappers, like, within the UK. But try selling that to an American. Try selling that to an Irish person. Try selling that to a German. And they're going to be like, what is this? Yeah. Who is this? I, but I think there's there's a mix here because now you're not just you're not, you're pulling a card from pack or you're buying a card raw. You're not just backing 
that your card is in good condition. Yeah. You're not just backing that if it's a rookie or wh whatever card it is that the demand is going to go up for it and that his price is going to increase. You're also risking it into a company, whatever company that is, that you, you're not just saying, I hope the player comes good. I hope the card is in good condition. You're also now, I hope this grading company gets respected. Yeah. And like, it's not just... It's not a variable. And you're talking about, you know, people trading within the UK to each other. Like, that's not a guarantee that like, if I was in the UK right now, I would still be like, give me PSA, BGS. SGC, I'm not touching that card. I'm not touching HDA. I'm not touching PGI. I'm not pitching GMA. I'm not touching right. GMA. I'm with you. Now, that's not to say no other grading company is allowed to set up and try to break that mold and become respected. And da -da -da -da. No, and in fact, they should. They should, 100%. We, yeah. we support competition and innovation. But the problem is, and this is where it's tricky, because it's like, in one case, you should support that. But it's like, like what makes PSA PSA? And the reality is, it's just the years yeah but I also think um, this is the second thing I wanted to bring up was I remember when we covered uh, CCG getting into sports grading and opening mm. CSG and when they started CSG last year uh, or they announced that they were expanding it I remember reading an article or a statement from them at the time and the main guts of their uh, press release was as you know, at CCG, we've been grading coins and stamps and all sorts of things for years and years and years. We're now doing um, sports cards. And first thing you need to do is meet our team. Mm. And they said, we have this guy and he was, he's was he been grading sports cards for X and he worked for this and he worked for that and he was a dealer here and he da, da, da. He used to work for PSA as a grader. Used PSA, da, da, da. And then this person used to work with Beckett and now he does this and he does this and you know him from this and he was at that show and this show and all this stuff. And we've graded magazines for years. And yeah, da, da, da. and we graded comics and all this stuff. So we brought in these guys and this is who we are. Are you sending your cards to experts? Yeah, so that's like... And digital, I don't have any confidence. I need to see one of you the two things. I need to either see your technology that you're using, because I know like like in uh, what's the, what's the company that PSA bought Gem Gem Genement is that what they're called? I think so. Yeah, they're the ones who use they're using the digital grading. Mm -hmm. So maybe I don't have to see your, your like actual code. Like I don't want to like that's your IP <laughs> or whatever. But like I have to either hear about what technology you're using down to a very great level of detail and what does it do that a person can't do. Yeah. And how accurate is and it? How accurate is and it? And how much have you tested it and all that stuff? How have, yeah, how have, mm. Who's validated this? You know, yeah, like, how is it validated? How is it validated? How is it calibrated? Like, there needs to be like a technical, like, a, like if it was a, in crypto, it'd be a white paper. Yeah. Either write me a technical specification or an academic study on here's what we did. Yeah. And I want to see like the, the actual, the validated documents. Yeah. That is, it's it needs to be like peer reviewed. Yeah. If it's genuinely a software innovation, then you shouldn't have anything to fear by showing people how smart you are. Right, so it's either that, or smoke and mirrors, or smoke and mirrors, or it's a person. And so, if it is, what we did was we wanted to start a grading company in the UK. I happen to know a guy who used to work for PSA, who's at a loose end. He's retired. So we we said, would you come over here and set up a? Would you just be like a consultant, basically, like how on like action movies they'll have like a retired army captain to like say like, well, we wouldn't do it like that. Mm -hmm. You know, you're whatever. You're seventy years old. You used to work for PSA. Let me bring you over for 18 months. I'll put you up. We'll, we'll rent you a place. And we just want <laughs> you... He's on hard times. We just want... Yeah, he needs something. He's like an old master, but he's fallen on hard times. Mm. Bring him over. Would you teach these people how to grade? You know, so it could be like, we have a staff of five graders who have trained under, under this person for six months. And now, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. They've traveled to the US to study with this and this and this and now they're fine. So I need to know, I need to know who it is 
or yeah. what it is. But if you won't tell me who's doing it or how it works, I don't care if the slabs are different colors than normal slab. Yeah, and I don't want any of my cards in that slab because I don't put extra value if it says 199 98 or anything. But the difference is, the, the difference is between being negative and saying what I'm saying now is, I'm not saying you, I'm saying I want you to do that. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying you can't do that, therefore don't even try it. I'm saying, please, I hope that this can happen. That this can happen. So it's not but negativity. Is it's part of you hope. not like, okay, so we're seeing BGS, we're seeing PSA, CGS, we're seeing SGC, who are probably putting millions into researching a form of digital grading because it would streamline a lot of their shit. Yeah. And they probably will plan to do digital grading that's then vetted by a person as part of validating their, you know. Yeah. And you're, you're seeing a, a startup from the UK being like, we, we figured it out. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems unlikely. Uh, yeah. it's That's all. It seems but, unlikely. So, But show... But I want to be people. proved wrong. Yeah, 100%. I genuinely hope that whoever's running digital grading company figured out how to do something that PSA had to spend $20 million buying Genomen to figure out. Me too. I hope that. And they have a lot of time to do breaks as well, I've seen. They, they do breaks and then they slab your card if you, you're part Is of the break. Right? And for me, without knowing anything about the company. Yeah. Like, we don't great. We do not do breaks because it's so time consuming. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we're not, the, we're, not, we're not those guys. And we don't, like, I feel like it's partially ripped off. Like, we don't like breaks so much. Um, but if I have time for all that. I probably don't have time to innovate and create something that PSA couldn't do in 20 years. But I hope but I, I hope. did. <clears throat> Not I did, but you know. The yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I... I'm a huge skeptic, I would say. I'm optimistic. I want to I wanna see more grading companies. I want to see EU. I want to see PSA branch out to Ireland, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, or the UK or wherever the case may be. Would I send my cards there? No. I think a lot of people though, like even just sending stuff to SGC and getting it back slabbed, it's just beautiful. Like, yes, this is so nice. Yeah. And I can understand people in the UK that are almost as detached as we were from actually getting cards graded. Sending it somewhere, having it put in a slab is like a great feeling. But go on eBay and look how, how much a card in a GMA slab goes for and then understand that if you're yeah. sending it there to increase in value, you're probably not going to see that return for many, many years, if ever. Yeah, um, but then it could be like you could be sitting in the UK buying and selling cards and you might find that you may find yourself living in a beautiful house with your beautiful wife and you may ask yourself, how did I get here? Um, but uh, you know that song, Talking Heads? So um, you may find yourself, oh my God, I'm starting it again. No, you may find yourself selling 95% and buying 95% within the UK if you're, if you're in England, say. Mm. And... So you might say, well, look, I only need the UK market to accept this. I never sell or buy really outside of of the, of the UK anyway. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But the idea, like there was an American chiming in about this. And I was thinking to myself, I cannot see a situation. Because if this company wants to really grow, mm -hmm, you have to get into America. Oh, yeah. I think you have to be accepted. Uh, I can't see a situation where the big market sends their cards to the small market to be great. No, that wouldn't happen. So, but I think you could be successful just having the UK market. That's what I mean. Of course. So that's, I think that's a fair assessment. I think good luck, but if, if you're listening to this show, if you're our, you know, our listeners, I would be super skeptical about sending cards. Like, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. But like, if there's somebody from Digital Grading Company that wants to come on the show and tell us about it, absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk. <laughs> Let's really get down to the brass tacks of it. 
my god get your whitelist ready get your, yeah so right that's us um for episode 56 of uh soccer cards united seven minutes over time wow and apparently we had nothing to talk about look at us go look at us go we're good so now we're going to record postcards united um so i think i'm going to have a coke zero wow. uh between now and postcards united so do you want a coke zero no, I don't want to coke it. Oh, wow. Do you want a glass of water or something? Um, could you bring out some form of snack? Do you have any snack? Oh, sure. At all? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I just say... Um, yeah? I'm just going to... just I'll let you ponder as you walk in. Great. A 2019-2020 foosball box just sold for $1,500. Do with that information. What I do don't know? like that at all. They were available on soccerheadsunited.com for? 135. 135 euros. Um, so, that could be... The Champions League sticker boxes all over again. Yeah, I'd think say about Panini that. Foot, but I'd honestly, I mean, maybe after coming as goal, but I would say the Champions League sticker boxes are a sleeper right now. So think about that, and I'll think about it. You want a snack? Maybe. Okay. All right. We'll see you on. Um, well, whenever this next episode comes out, and uh, yeah, hope you have a good weekend, buddy. Yeah.